Let's take a second to remind ourselves to keep you humble And if my brother should fall, our sisters have a stumble Pick you back up, life's a my speed A sore spot, we're still just trying to figure it out Before I Okay, so we're back with the Juby Take. I'm Steve. I'm Adam. And with us today is Mr. Chad Huber. Hello. And the hockey prodigy, Alex Huber. Hi. Superstar. I mean... Well, yeah, there's going to be a lot of things talked about today. Oh, yeah. And some of the, the things are pretty exciting that we've, uh, we've had a chance to, to share and, and watch with, with youth hockey. You know, youth sports in this country are, are really big. Yes. The standards, you know, across the country is soccer, uh, Little League Baseball, you know, there's uh, basketball. Some basketball, yeah. Some things like that. But there's also really a, a, a huge growth of youth hockey, and especially in the Phoenix area. Yeah. You know, I was looking there, did a little research, and if you go back to 1996, which I think this is kind of when the Coyotes yep, first came to the Yeah, that's when they moved belt. here. Okay, so in 1995, there were... 2,000 youth hockey kids that had signed up. Okay. And this is in, you know, the everything from, you know, Alex, you're in a travel league, and we'll we'll get into that with exactly what, what that entails. You know, so there were 2,000 with three rinks statewide. Yeah. Wow. And in 2016, there's 7,200 registered youth hockey players. Wow. And there's 10 rinks wow. now statewide. And this was basically th- ages three and up. Oh, geez. Yeah, there rink, there's rinks everywhere down here. Up in Oregon, I mean, there's there's not rinks. I mean, there's there's one, you know, in Eugene, and there's, you know, a couple up in Portland, but hockey's not very big up there, surprisingly. Um, it was cool to when I came down here to see that, that hockey actually was pretty big. Um, but yeah. obviously that wasn't always the case. So, Chad, you've enjoyed hockey since when? Oh, since high school. Okay, and you played. It's a while ago. You played hockey, right? Just as an adult, adult beer leagues. Oh, see that? Oh, yeah. Beer brings people together almost <laughs> exactly. over any sport. So were there actually kegs out on the ice? Did no. It, it's not no, after the game. After, after the game. That's for okay. after. Okay. I was going to say that would make that very interesting, you know, ice skating. It'd be hard. Yeah. Well, intoxicated. So, and, and your favorite team? Colorado Avalanche. The Avalanche. Okay. And you do kind of follow the Coyotes since... Yes, I'm a big Coyotes fan also since we do live here. Okay, and I remember when Alex was born and, well, it was just exciting to have a grandson. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But he started going early to games with you. You had season tickets, correct? Yeah, we had season tickets for when he was from three till about nine. Okay. Yeah, that was... we, We went all the time. And sometimes uh, gave them away. I remember you gave it to Zach and I at one point. We couldn't go, yep. Yeah, that was pretty awesome. So, Alex, what is your first memory of going to a, uh, a hockey game? Um, I don't really remember. It was a long time ago. But do you remember um, just sitting there when you were young with your dad and, you know, kind of first watching? Yeah, I remember we were on the very top, like, section down at the bottom of the section with glass and we could see over right in the middle of the rink it was the perfect spot nice nice okay so alex you started skating at about age three four 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 i used to to drive out to watch your your skating 
Yeah. And there was no hockey involved. It was just a matter of you trying to figure out how to skate. Stay up on the... Which is hilarious to watch, you know, because it's, it's little tiny steps. Oh yeah. You know, and they're trying not to fall. And, you know, that's one of the things with playing youth hockey is, you know, if you play the, the other sports that we talked about, you know, (laughs) soccer or baseball or basketball or, or any of those, you know, you're just running. Right. You know, you've learned how to walk already and you've learned how to run. You already know those things. When you choose hockey, you have to learn how to skate. That's the hardest part. Yep. And then you have to learn how to skate fast and you have to learn how to have balance oh, yeah, because I'm, you're doing all kinds of things. I'm still working on all of that. Well, you know, I it's figured that you'd have it down by now. I mean, you're 10. <laughs> I mean, I, you can always get better. Exactly. I think that's always well, stuff that you're always going to be working on. It's one of the things they're talking about with the coyotes right now is they need to get better. Yeah. Big time. <laughs> okay. So Chad, um, the early days, was it difficult to get Alex to the rink or was he pretty gung ho? No, he was ready to go. He didn't when he was little. He didn't really have a choice. I just took him. Yeah, <laughs> that was before we had. I had Max and Sylvie, so it was just me and him. So we went. So you're gonna go skate, okay? And that was up at Peoria. Yes. Yeah. At the uh, the rink up there, and then it went on from there to yeah. His first hockey was mites, which is for what five and six year olds, I think. And they play half ice. Oh, no. Mini mites. Oh, yeah. That's right. Mini mites. Yeah. Mini mites. So that's the first yeah. time that you got your your actual hockey pads and, and yeah. the helmet and, and all the gear. And that cool bag you have. Yeah. You know, so there's there's that investment and, you know, getting the skates and, and all of that and then heading to the rink. And from where you guys lived at that point. Buckeye. It was a bit of a drive. Oh, yeah. And yeah. It was definitely a drive. Everywhere was a bit of a drive from Buckeye. <laughs> so there's that commitment because that was twice a week, right? Yes. Twice a week for, oh, we did that for a couple years, two, three years. Nice. A lot of gas money. Yeah. <laughs> Just a lot of money in general. Yeah, I guess so. No, those were the cheap days. True, but st- yeah, that's true. <laughs> those, were those, were, cheap- those were the cheap days. That was, yeah. <laughs> That was just a, a little bit of money to, to go and skate. And then, you know, basically you have uh, volunteer coaches, you know, coaches that have some experience, but, you know, normally they have a, a child playing in the, on the team or they're invested that way. Usually. Yeah. yeah. For house league. For house league. So Alex, I'm going to keep going back to this same thing. What do you remember about that when you first started and first put your stuff on? And I remember like... The rink that we had was cut off at the blue line and was just the goal line and that. And so long ways, we had a net on one side and a net on the other side. Was, I, it, was it fun? Yeah. That's yeah. one thing I do really remember. Um, I don't really remember. That was remember so long Remember any ago. Team, old teammates or coaches from House League? Um, yes, I do. I remember Nick was a later one. Um, he was later. But I remember, what's his name? Jake? Jake, yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Jake was on my team in the very first team I think I ever had. And the coach for Mites, one of my coaches for Mites, was also my coach now. Is my coach now. Yeah, Sully. House team. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. well, I that's like, good. Yeah. That kind of continuity now i remember going and watching and and i used to drive out there uh twice a week and there was a lot of of kind of unorganized 
you know, general chaos. There wasn't a lot of, you know, skill level, but that's, that's the whole thing. You're learning. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the things that I always noticed with you, and it, and it goes back to a lot of times in the driveway with your dad of, of handling the hook. That I do remember. And making passes and, you know, just being uh, aware because you, you'd watched so much hockey at such a young age of a general sense of what you're doing, you know, spacing, going to where you should go. It's not always just, you know, like you watch some youth uh, soccer games and it's, it's just this cloud of kids that move in unison around because they're all standing around the ball yeah. and there's no spacing and there's no, yeah. there's no, they don't know their positions and where no opportunity be, yeah. for passing. But that's one of the things that I noticed early on is you really had a sense of, of what the game should look like. Yeah. I remember, I remember him being, that's from that. watching it on TV and going to games, coyotes games, I think helps. Yeah. Having a sense of, of how the game should be played. Okay, so you went through mini mites and mites. So each year, you know, everybody gets a little bit older and you have some kids that, you know, kind of come and go. But you've had some kids that have continued all through these years. So the first year, what is this? This is his third year in a travel league? Yeah. Mm, yes. Okay. And, and two years as a squirt and first year peewee. Okay. So Chad, explain to us what the difference is. Age. Okay. He's in. He's a peewee now, which is for twelve years old and under. Okay, but uh, the but the travel league. When he went to this is his third year in a travel league as oh, opposed to it, a house league. More competitive, better players. Yeah. Better coaching. Okay. Uh, one of the things that I think is just absolutely amazing, and I've played a lot of youth sports and high school, college, blah blah blah. But you have an opportunity. Your home rink, where you play your home games, is the Coyotes Arena. Yep. So you're going. You know, from the time that you were four years old, three and four years old, you're going and watching the team in this arena, and now you're playing at 10 years old, your home games on that ice, using the same locker rooms, walking down the same walkway. Well, the Coyotes locker room, we can't go in that. Oh, nobody needs to know that. It was such a good story. <laughs> that's true no one gets to use those other no i thought now see i was going to go into you know you were sharing a locker with you know doan there for years and <laughs> and all of that so, but anyway you're walking down the same way that you know you're on the same ice you're in the same arena that's got to be pretty awesome oh it is i really like it and then when other teams come in and you're playing teams from you know whether that's uh, i think last weekend it was a team from vegas or you know flagstaff california teams come over mm-hmm. yeah they get to go in and play in that arena. That's yeah. got to be really cool. But that's where we we practice and play, so it's cooler for us. Well, yeah. I mean, that's that's your home ice. Exactly. Got to wear that pride. So the the travel team, you're talking they're they're quite a bit better players. That's that's the the step of the players that that are going to move on. A lot faster. A lot faster game. A lot faster game. But that's when cuz mini mites and mites <laughs> there wasn't the substitution, there wasn't, you know, five on, on a side or six with a goalie. You know, that was just kind of, you know, three on threes and, and just general scrimmaging. Yeah. So your first game was when you went to the travel team. Mm-hmm. So now you have, yep. you know, you're on the bench and there's line changes. So you got to be able to jump on the ice and off the ice. That's, that's kind of exciting. When you went to that, that was much more like real hockey. Yeah, a lot. I felt like I was actually playing like like the coyotes it was really cool was it hard for a while that you weren't doing that that you felt like you weren't playing hockey and it was frustrating 
No, never. No? That's good. I'm glad that they bring you along at a good pace where you feel like you're still learning and not just doing the same thing over and over again. Mm-hmm. Well, there, yeah, there's so much to learn. Like we talked about, you, yeah. know, you have to learn how to skate and be proficient enough in, in skating. Uh, one of the things you know, early on watching the mites, when the kids went out onto the ice, because there's a bit of a drop off, you know, three or four inches. Yeah. And pretty regularly, you'd see someone, you know, bite it. You know, they'd, they'd hit the ice and slip and slide or fall over or, you know, catch a skate. And you can't do that now because you've got to come off the bench skating hard. Yeah. Especially when it matters. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah. Okay. So with the Travel League, they're, they're around the valley. There are teams in Scottsdale and um, Arcadia, Gilbert, Chandler, yep. Peoria. Uh-huh. So you have uh, also teams that you play regularly out of Flagstaff. Yes. There's a rink up there and a couple teams. Now, also within there, there's kind of a level system within the age groups as well, correct? Yes, there's a elite A and B leagues. We're in B. Yes, this year we're so, in B. So there's elite is like top, and then there's an A, and then there's a B? Yes. Okay. So what they're trying to do is... Major, minor. A-B. Yeah, yeah, you're, okay. you're you know you're trying to get kids with with similar skill levels at any particular time mm-hmm. playing against each other. Now, uh, also tomorrow you're traveling to Tucson, so there's a, a a team down there. And also, I noticed that the the Coyotes now their affiliate, which used to be back east somewhere, I think I was reading that. Yeah, this is like their third change in the last. But they're in Tucson now, so re- yes, yep. So that's really sparked a lot of interest in Tucson uh, with the youth hockey. It makes a big difference having, you know, having pro players in, in that area. It must be pretty cool to travel around and just go and play hockey in different places. I don't know. I, I would feel like it's kind of like a badass. Sorry, Alex. Sorry, Alex. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, it, that's got to be fun. Some of the places you've been, you know, where where have you traveled to so far in the first couple years? Um, Colorado Springs in Colorado, and I've also gone to Anaheim and Valencia in California. Yep. Nice. Where else? Uh, Salt Lake City. Yep. Salt Utah. Lake. Utah. Yeah. Wow, that's um, those are the out of town ones. Tell them where we're going this season. We're going to Lake Tahoe on the border of California and Nevada. Yep. Oh, that'll be cool. And great place. Illinois. And Illinois. Rockford. Rockford. Mm. Rockford, Illinois. That's in a month. But we're so flying to Wisconsin. With your league of your own friends, the Rockford Peaches. Rockford Peaches. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to League of Their Own in our movie podcast. Right? Okay, so uh, that's really exciting. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. And in Illinois, we have two outdoor games. Yes. Wow. Yep, that'll be fun. Those are going to be your first outdoor games? Oh, ever. Yep. Well, they don't have a lot of outdoor games in Arizona. No, it's it's a little warm. I'm sure they do in Salt Lake, possibly. Maybe they're in Colorado, but... Alex doesn't we live in Salt Lake. Not, none of the tournaments we went to. It was one of the places he said he has visited Yeah, and played. No, that's true. Mm. That's true. No, but that's exciting, you know, to be able to travel. And, and now I know that the family follows you most places. Your brother Max and Sylvie. Yeah. And your mom, who is 
been on our podcast. Oh yeah. Marie. But on some of the others, it's just you and dad, right? Yeah. Like, uh, we don't know if we're flying or driving to Lake Tahoe, but we're definitely flying to Illinois. Yeah. It's a bit of a drive. Yeah. So Chad, is it, is it fun for you? I like it. To go to these places? It's real fun. I like watching kids play. It's fun. It's enjoyable. It, uh, I get anxious, say a few things every now and then at <laughs> some of the play, but it is fun. You got to get into it. It is. I no. get into it. Yeah. Yeah, you definitely do. And I've been yelled at once or twice for saying the wrong thing. I, I do go to quite a few of the games. and <laughs> All the games here, yes. You saying the wrong thing on the sideline? And, and we went to Vegas. Adam and I went to yes. Vegas a oh, yeah. couple That's years right. ago. Yep. Oh, We've yeah. gone to Flagstaff and... Yep, traveled with you guys, yeah. Go as many places. I'm going to see what I can do to try to get to Lake Tahoe this year. January. In January, so next year. You're not coming to Illinois, are you? I don't think so. (laughs) Although that would be amazing. But, you know, the thing is, I have no warm clothes. Either do I. I That's going to be a problem. Got rid of all of them. Yeah, I, I don't think I have a jacket. I have a couple sweatshirts, and I think I have a pair of jeans somewhere. Then you're going to get frostbite. I wore a couple years ago. So yeah, if I can't I wear shorts, you have jeans. Yeah, I do. You just <laughs> sew a couple <laughs> pairs of shorts together, make yourself some pants. Yeah. So, but anyway, okay. Blanket. So one of the other things that you're doing is that you have a, a skating coach as well. Yes. Mm. So what are the things you work on there? Mostly my edges. He said that the first time I went to him, I guess I could say. Um, he said my edges were horrible, but now I've improved a lot, and I feel faster, and I can turn better. Helps a lot. Yeah, foot speed. Right. You know, again, if you're if you're just looking into walking and 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 running, you know, there are some techniques with running. You know, everybody, every kid learns how to run, but not every kid learns how to run correctly. So as you get into athletics, you know, you can be trained to run faster. Oh yeah. And you know, through techniques. Um, you know, how it's balance and all of that, but now you're doing that on ice and with your edges. Now you're talking about your edges, which kind of connects you more with the ice because your edges will grip Yeah. as opposed to a lot of people you see that ice skate that don't really know what they're doing. They're kind of sliding and their feet slide and their skates slide rather than hitting the edge and digging, digging it. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what connects you to the ice and allows you to use your muscles and your strength and your speed and to accelerate and i don't know you know a lot more chad certainly than i do about nhl but it seems to be going more to speed now than than it has in the past oh yeah a lot of the a lot of the new players are fast everyone's looking for fast yeah in hockey you know being able to accelerate you know being able to you know beat somebody to the puck is really important it's really huge i mean when when you're not having a huge field, you know, or court. I don't know. Is it is a, a hockey is the same size as a basketball court? No, it's bigger. No, it's it's yeah, it's bigger. Oh, is it? Yeah, it's wider. Oh yeah, definitely bigger. The length, I'm not sure. I haven't really yeah I paid think it, attention. I, I, but, I think it's. But I'm just saying that you know when you have something like that. I mean, even in basketball, you know, just that size. It's the acceleration is so much more important than just overall speed. You know, um, but that's. Definitely. Right, the difference between you know top end speed and quickness. <clears throat> right, you know if you're if you're quick, you know, obviously Alex, when you're playing and you know the 
the puck is six or eight, 10 feet away, you can't get to full speed in that short a space, but being quick so that all of your movements, you know, are connected to the ice. So, you know, you're getting there quicker. It's one of yeah. the reasons why we got to, got to coach quickness. Oh yeah. Well, and I must say, Alex, that, you know, your parents have been incredibly supportive of this and, and that's really a cool thing to have. Yes. Really you know, is. Because, you know, not everybody gets a speed coach and a this coach and a that coach. It's special. Okay, so I want to talk about some specifics. You know, one okay. of the things early on that I remember having conversations with your dad about, even going back to mites, is, it, like we mentioned earlier, your control of the puck and your ability to pass and actually have it go where you want it to go. That really has a lot to do with, <coughs> with where you're going and getting better and that connection with your teammates. So they know that if they keep skating and if they go to where they should go, you'll find them with the puck. Yeah. So you're playing you're playing center now. Yep. Because you played I am. you played wing for a couple years. Yeah. What's the difference between the playing the center as opposed to being a wing? Because you both of those are an offensive. You've yeah. got two defensive players and three offensive players on the ice at once. The biggest difference is um, the wingers are on either side of the center. The wingers are on either side of the center, and the center takes the face off when they line up, and the defense are behind. Okay. Um, you also follow the puck wherever it goes. There's a lot more skating. And then for wing, you in the defensive zone, I guess you like stay up behind the offensive defenseman, and center, you just basically follow the puck wherever it goes. So it's it's very active. Yeah. So you're you're chasing things all the time. A little more skating involved in being a center. A little more defensive responsibilities as well. Yeah. Well, one of the things that that we've noticed in the past and we've had conversations about is that your spacing is always good, but you not all the players on your team over the years have been willing to pass. No, not a lot of them. And which becomes frustrating. Oh, yeah. Because if, if, you know, you're open, you, you know, it's just like with basketball. Always you know, looking for it. Pass me the ball. Exactly. You know, move it. Give which, me the opportunity. Which makes the team better. Right. But so often, you know, kids get used to handling the puck. They think they're really good and it's all about the one-on-one. And so as the center now, you have a little bit more control over that. Yeah. So you can start setting up your team <laughs> as opposed to, you know, maybe them not being able to set up you. Yeah. So in, in talking with your teammates, letting them know, because I've noticed when you do the face-off, it's not just about getting the puck with you. It's some, you know, a lot of times it's where it's going to go, who you want to get the puck to on a face-off. So they're prepared for it because that's truly the important thing on a team sport is communication and everybody being prepared. If you get somebody that is expecting a pass from you, then that pass is not going to go flying by them. Yeah. Don't stand flat-footed. Make sure you're moving at all times. It'll help. Well, absolutely. And I think we've had a conversation once or twice with you because at times you've been kind of a, uh, a spectator yeah. while you're on the ice. Kind of, you, And it's easy to do. You, you kind of yeah. you start watching Especially the puck. Especially once you get tired. You start watching the puck. And, and if you're not moving all the time like you're talking about, it's really hard. When you notice something needs to be done, you needed to already be moving that way. So... If you're just standing and watching, then it's, okay, too late. I can't get there now. Exactly. You want to try, though, at all times also. Yeah. Even if you 
can't get it, you want to pressure. Yep. But always moving. Yeah, that's that's one of the things that that I see that that you you know you're really working on. Definitely improved on. Yeah, that's for playing sure. Playing center has helped. Yeah, yeah. And the other thing too is I think the confidence that you have now with your speed. So it's it's no longer if somebody's ahead of you that you let them go. You chase them down. Yeah. You know that it doesn't matter whether he has uh, somebody ahead of you. You know you trust your speed. And you go chase it down. And, and it's amazing with hockey, with that pressure, you know, somebody makes a mistake and all of a sudden the puck is there. Now, you've also been kind of a goal scorer, I think, from, from the very beginning. Yeah. He's Not a decent this shot. Not this season. Not as much. I think, I've, you know, going to quite a few games over the years, you know, I can't remember if there were many games where you didn't take a shot, you know, or multiple shots during the game. So I feel like in that way you're you've just been very active and always you know had the opportunities. So well, and it's very random too. You for as many times as you go to a spot or you you skate hard or you try to get somewhere and it doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. You know the yeah. the puck gets taken away from someone and all of a sudden it's going the other way. Or you know they just it it's so random, especially at the the youth hockey level because you're you know the the passes. The team last year, I just didn't see many passes. Yeah. But the team this they year. They did? Did not. I did not see many passes. <laughs> I know. I'm saying they did. <laughs> yeah. Maybe there was no passes. I'm yeah, like, it could have been. And, and it was not a successful it, it was, year. No, it was. It was it, last season was rough. Yeah. Worse and, than the first one. I didn't have as much fun last season as I am this or the first one. Yeah. But this year, it seems that everybody's kind of on the same page. There's a lot more passing, uh, a lot more people going to where they're supposed to go. Yeah. Because again, it's it's spacing. It it does no good to have two or three offensive players in one spot because now they can be guarded by one or two people. Yeah. But if you have your spacing, then one pass, now somebody's all by themselves getting a good shot. Yeah. Now, one of the things that I wanted to bring up, because one of the most rare things in sports that, that I've ever heard of or seen uh, happened this last week. And just to, to give everybody some background of what happened, your Nana, mm-hmm. grandmother, went into the hospital the other day. And it was on Tuesday. Yep. And so your sister and your brother and you did little videos yeah. mm-hmm. of support for, for Nana in the hospital. And I noticed yours was, uh, well, tell us. Tell us what you did. Um, I said, I hope you feel better. But the best part is I said I would get a hat trick for her, make her feel good. Because you had a game later after that. Yep. So you had a game that night. Okay. So now I was in the hospital, so I wasn't at the game. But uh, explain to us in your words kind of what happened and what you were thinking through this game. Because you were playing one of the better teams in the league. The mission team is a good team. Eh, not really. Well, Come on, I'm feeding you these lines, buddy. Come on. I know. I know. So first off, what went going into that game after saying that, did you feel pressure after saying that? Oh, yeah, I did. Mm-hmm. Okay. I tried really hard. Um, and then I think it was in the first period I scored a goal. Um, I was standing like wide open in front of the net in between the two defensemen closer. And the puck just bounced my way, and I shot it right over the goalie's shoulder. Nice. So you elevated. Okay, so that's yeah. one goal. I mean, just to clarify, not, not everybody knows hockey. A hat trick is three goals in a game, and it's very rare. 
Yes, yes. Only some and of the best players get this. Yeah. yeah. Some hockey players will never get play this. their whole career and don't get a hat trick. So okay. Yeah. So if, it's, it's hard. First, yeah. The first period you have one goal. You have one goal, but also an assist on the other goal that was yeah. scored. So it's two mm-hmm. to nothing. Okay, what happened after that? The second period we played horrible. No one really was skating hard, probably including myself. We were already up two to nothing, I think, and I felt, well, they're not so good because we got really quick goals. And so second game, I think it ended up being three to two. They were second winning. period. They were winning. We played horrible. Okay. So now we're going into the third period. Yeah, and we played better. Um, they got a goal, and so it was four to two, and then they got another goal, and so yep. it was five to two, and so it was. I have to say, it was like two minutes left when, and just tried my hardest, really hard, and then I jumped off the bench, and the puck bounced my way, got a breakaway, and shot it over the goalie's shoulder, and scored my second goal. Nice on a nice. breakaway. Those so, are cool. So on a line change, so you you come jumping off the bench. One of the other players has to come off. Yeah. You come on, and there's the puck in front of you, and off you go. Yep. And so... Um, so it's 5-3. Yeah, it's 5-3. And then not even a minute later, I score my third goal of the game in the same spot over the goalie's shoulder. Nice. Wow. Okay, well, anybody... Not even a minute later. Anybody out there that knows... You know, being able to do something in any sport at that level is hard enough. But you had called it earlier that day and said, Nana, I'm doing this for you, and actually go and accomplish it. How did that feel when that third goal went in? My first ever hat trick, ever. And I, I don't know. It, it felt so good. Beyond words. Yeah, it was. The only other person to do such a thing, Babe Ruth. Well, yeah, I'm well, sure there's other on record. people, right? <laughs> I'm sure there's other people, but yeah, it's it's hard to say. But they say that he pointed to the outfield and and hit a home run right to where he pointed. But okay, so now it's it's over. Five to four, we lost. Okay, so what was? Did you tell your teammates and the coach that you had promised this? No, I didn't actually. Oh, okay. I didn't even know. Oh, that he said that. Really? Mm-mm. Wow. No, I didn't see the video till later, I guess. So you must have been just baffled just when you heard that. Cause you surprised. Pr- you probably came home and, you know, was like, hey, Marie, guess, guess what happened? Or babe or whatever you call her. And, you know. <laughs> well, she was at the game. She was the one texting <laughs> she was, me. Yeah, oh, she, okay. she, she was there with there. us. She oh, okay. knew. Come on, Uncle Adam. No, my bad. <laughs> Sometimes she doesn't make it to the games. The, I don't know. Uh, the early morning games. Got you. Yeah, it's the 6 o'clock in the morning games. that Perfect. You have to be there at 5, <laughs> which is another piece, but I don't want to leave this topic quite yet. So... Okay, so you've you've done this, you've you've made this promise, and you've accomplished it, and you kind of want everybody to know about it, but yet you're kind of cool about it. You don't really go in and say, "Yeah, I, I said I would do this." Yeah. So the team that you're on this year is it seems to be a lot friendlier. You guys oh, seem to yeah. get along a lot better than last year. Mm-hmm. Yep. Which makes a big difference. I know that's that, huge. That you know part of why. I think it's really important for kids to get into sports is that the camaraderie, the camaraderie and the sportsmanship that you learn. And, 
and doing things not just for yourself, but for your team. Yeah. And that sense of being a part of something. And, you know, unfortunately in today's environment, um, it's not always that way. You know, you get kids, you know, because of, of, I don't know, the media, everything else that they see, some of the role models they see that they're kind of being selfish. And the parents. And the parents. Unfortunately, there's some parents that are so competitive at this point because really what you're doing is you're learning sportsmanship. You're learning how to be a good teammate. Mm-hmm. You're learning the game. But whether you continue with the game will be kind of a year-to-year thing. Yeah. You know? I want to until I'm like 50. Well, and that's great to have something like that that, that you can do. <laughs> um, yeah. But it's, you know, it, it's more about what you're learning and the experience and making it fun than it is really about winning or losing. Oh, yeah. It's the biggest part. Yeah. A lot of times, I mean, just going back to, you know, having better teammates, it's, you know, obviously who who you're doing it with rather than what you're doing in a lot of cases. I mean, you can be doing the worst thing out there. I've dug holes in the street and, you know, it was 120 degrees on the pavement and dripping sweat you know, hating life, but honestly, it wasn't that bad because I had my brother right there next to me, you know, and, and, and we enjoyed it together and endured it together. So uh, I think that, you know, as long as you have the right people around you, it can make any anything fun and even things that are awesome, like hockey, more fun. Yeah. Well, one of the fun things for me, I mean, following this, uh, I, I thoroughly enjoy watching you play and watching your team, but it, it is a family thing. You know, it's, it's, you know, you and your dad connect with this and, and it's great to watch, you know, you guys, you know, the later tonight, you're going to go to the hockey game and, and tomorrow we have Tucson. So, and tomorrow heading to Tucson, but it's also the rest of the family getting involved, you know, because you're, you know, I, it's funny, the texts I got when I'm sitting in the hospital about the game on Tuesday, it's the way that they were text, the way that she did, it was, she was shouting and cheering in a text and that's not easy to do i'm getting the sense of how excited she is that this is actually happening and she's watching it and she wants to share it you know with nana who is sitting in a you know laying in a hospital bed and with me who you know normally i would be there but i wasn't able to and that excitement and sharing that with the whole family and then some of the travel stories that you talk about where you know you're you have a lot of fun with your teammates off the ice yeah, <laughs> we bring our like mini sticks, I guess you could say mini sticks, and we play in the hotel. The hotel hallway. In the hallway. Yeah. That's, that's got to be great for the sometimes, other Sometimes, sometimes in the rooms. Yeah, but Usually in the rooms. But that's just so much fun. Yeah. You know, and I remember last year, was it last year? No, year before, we actually had Christmas. Oh, or, yeah. Or Christmas. Flagstaff in Flagstaff at a hotel hotel room because you know you were up there for a hockey tournament and so we all came up to watch the tournament and it just coincided with with Christmas Christmas and and so we're all in a in a hotel room exchanging gifts yeah last two seasons we've been out of town for Christmas Flagstaff last year we were in Colorado yeah in Colorado last year yes this year we won't but it's it's fun that 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 becomes kind of a rallying thing for for the whole family and everybody yeah. enjoys it. What ha- what happened after your last game? You got the hat trick. Oh, um Tell them that. 
we we were all um waiting for a while to see who would be elected captain to see who would be elected captain and an um, assistant captain yeah who voted assistant captains the coaches voted before us and then we voted all the players voted one by one with the coach yep what happened out of that um jack my friend um he got elected an assistant captain and i got elected an assistant captain nice Yeah. I was pretty excited about that, too. Oh, yeah. It was probably one of the best days ever. That's pretty <laughs> well, awesome, man. And that goes back to that, you know, being a teammate and, and sharing things. But this is something given back to you by your teammates where they felt like, you know, Alex was, was someone that we wanted to have a little A on his jersey. Alex that's what you do, it. right? You put an A on your jersey? Yep. So, yeah, being recognized by, by your teammates as being one of the leaders, you know, that's, that's huge. Yeah. So are you the only? So you have you have only two lines, right, on your team? Correct. Yeah, yeah our okay. team, his team's a little short-handed this season. There's <laughs> what uh, six, twelve players, I think, including the goalies. Yeah. Oh wow. So right, usually so they, there's you like to have three lines at least, but right. So he's getting a lot more exercise this exactly. season. Exactly. A lot more yeah. ice time, which is really important. It is. It's helping. You know, and I've noticed too that that you guys do wear down a little bit when you're playing against some of the bigger teams, you know, they're bringing out another line. So your shifts are a lot longer, mm-hmm. but we try to make them shorter, but it's it still, I mean, you're, it's increased ice time. There's just fewer players that are going to be on the yeah. ice, mm-hmm. but you know, again, at this point, ice time is what you need, right? It'll so, only make you better at, at this age. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's absolutely. Big. It's, it's getting better. It's learning. And as we, you know, I mentioned a, a few minutes ago, the the coaches on this team seem to be a little bit more tuned into passing and moving and positioning, and it really makes the team much better. Yeah, they've come a long way already this year from the beginning to now. And we, yeah. we still got a long ways to go, but yeah. uh, they've improved a lot this year. No, it's a fun team to watch. So, all right, well, I think that that's. Uh, we're going to call this a podcast. Is there anything else, Alex, that you wanted to? Um, hockey. I could probably choose it over anything ever. I I just love it. It makes me so happy. Well, that's what's really neat is, you know, you have the opportunity and the support from your family, and but you have the drive yourself. It's, it's never a situation. And, you know, I talk to your parents all the time about the fact that they never have to try to convince you to go to hockey. You know, it's not, uh, come on, we have hockey. I don't want to go. You know, you get a lot of six, seven, eight, nine, ten year olds that, you know, that commitment is is not there. You know, it's just on, and, and we've talked about many times in this podcast. Oh, yeah. The younger generation with, you know, video games, and I want to go do this, and I want to go do that, and, and the attention span and the commitment to things. So it's really cool to see, you know, your commitment and your follow through with it. It's It's a lot of fun for all of us. Yeah to be a part of it and you know it's really cool to see that you have a passion and that you have something that you can work at and just you know and some people don't have that some people don't have something they you know they're working on or or just something that they're really passionate about like a sport so that's awesome yeah that they stick with yeah exactly so that's cool well we'll be following along and be uh Doing more podcasts oh, as, yeah. as the season goes on and as, as some your, your hockey career 
continues. So I want to thank you guys for being here, Chad. Thanks a lot for coming out. You bet. I appreciate it, guys. And Alex? Um, I think let's call this an episode. <laughs> All right. All right, guys. He wants to be a director now. <laughs> no, he's on it. He's on it. for sure. And if you guys want it, there's more perspectives Ooh. later. That makes no sense. We who spend love at no expense. We are a force of passion. Create a new faction. Taking action. Working hard just for the satisfactions with the abilities to shine so bright that others want to fight. Because our light is in their eyes. Ladies and gentlemen, we are the skies. Don't remain mystified by their lies. And trust us, for we will teach you how to be true. Teach you how to speak the truth. Always stand